Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have a lot of time to watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthier way. And today, I'm super excited to bring fellow Indiana University graduate, Patrick Holen on board today. He lives here in the Pacific Northwest, just like me. Um, he's the ninth through 12th grade band director at Issaquah High School. He's been there for a couple of decades. Just just, just giving away your age here, Patrick. Oh and, um, and he's going to talk about a lot of things uh, today. And one of his specialties has been the social and emotional work he's done with his students. And he just had his concert last week, and I've been stalking him on Facebook. He had 41 seniors, kids that stayed with him through the pandemic to make music, but to more importantly, be part of this community he's created. So Patrick brings a whole lot of cool stuff with us. I know you're going to want to stay put. Patrick, welcome aboard. I would love to have you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm really honored to, to be invited in this uh, the series. Um, I, I started, I graduated in Indiana University from, in 1999 and uh, got hired in, in a uh, small, small district, not even a district, a corporation, as they call it back in the, the Midwest, uh, the Milan School District, My, Milan School Corporation. Uh, if you've seen the movie Hoosiers, that's what that, that uh, movie is based on, that, that school. But it was a, I was a five through 12 program. I was the Mr. Music Man. I was a band director. Um, and then I taught with a choir teacher and I was there for two years and I got swept up by my wife. Um, we got married um, two years after I started uh, teaching and then we moved out to Seattle so she could pursue her our, our, her um, residency program for becoming a psychiatrist. Uh, and I moved out with only three paychecks to my name and <laughs> no job lined up in the Seattle area. <laughs> And I was lucky enough to find uh, one job, my only interview, and that was Issaquah High School. And I've been there ever since, since 2000, since uh, two, well, 2001 is when we moved out. So, um, yeah, so I've, I've been, since I've been at Issaquah, I've taught, I taught middle school, I taught um, middle school, Issaquah Middle School for nine years, as well as the high school at the same time. So that was, I was teaching at 1.1.2 1. 1. FTE. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then, Yes. And then my son was born in 2009 and that was a wake up call for me. Uh, so I uh, very sadly and also happily resigned from Issaquah Middle School. So I knew, knew it was the time for me to, to step back a little bit. So I, I took uh, two years of leave for his first two years of life as, and I taught just high school as the point six. And then my daughter was born and then I extended that leave for two more years and I was a point six again for at Issaquah High. And that was a good, good move. Um, and, and that kind of recentered me because the doing the 1.2, as you probably oh can guess, my God, no. uh, doing two sets of programs, two sets of concerts, two sets no. of everything no. uh, was a little bit of a, uh, uh, it took a little bit out of me, um, but it was uh, a little bit, a little bit, I <laughs> 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 mean, football games, and basketball games, plus all the middle school stuff. Oh, it, was, it, was a little, it was a little much. Uh, but then I've been here, I've been here since. And uh, even when I came back into it, um, I, they had to find a place for me to, to fill out my full-time contract. Uh, and I taught one very awkward year teaching 2.2 kindergarten music. 
up at sunny sunny hills elementary and that was a that was an education itself i i have a new respect for all um general music teachers uh elementary teachers in general so you are all doing uh, amazing things in those buildings so so i, I appreciate that that's so, where the magic starts that's yes absolutely um but uh so that, that's my that's my tale i've been uh, lucky enough to be teaching full-time band for a while now um but i had taught some uh, some uh, guitar i've taught some uh, i created a course well i actually followed a course that's in the district uh, mo movies and music a general uh, music appreciation class i taught a little bit um, here at Issaquah High, but now I'm teaching everything. We started a percussion program a couple of years, about eight years ago. So we've had a percussion class and then all three concert bands and then also a, a jazz band in the morning. So that's where we are. That's a lot. <laughs> that's I, remember a lot. Do, I, I remember doing the jazz bands, four concert bands and percussion ensembles. So all yeah. the different performing things that go with yes. that. So, so you um, had children and uh, took some time to step back from all of the work and doing some of, or, a lot, you know, 0.6 is still a lot in the high school, but mm -hmm. taking that time with your children um, and doing all that. And I think that is, has got to be amazing to have those memories of when they were younger. Mm -hmm. And then you came back to school and you wanted to obviously still nurture those relationships with your kids, still have time for family and all of that. And something you've done that's been really successful, obviously, if you've got 41 seniors this year, you've done something with that student leadership and the way you build community. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about how you do that. Well, first of all, I, I, I made sure that um, I've had many different ways to, that I've done the student leadership piece. And like, a, like a, I think a lot of people might agree with me is that having good student leadership um, follows a Danielson rubric, if you, if you, know, if you know that at all, uh, that making the illusion that the kids are in charge. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit of a, not no, really. You just you know. summed it all up. No, we all know what you're talking about. Yes. Like, hell they are, but we're going to make them. Like <laughs> yeah, they think right. they have choices, but they we think know. they have choices. But no, the thing <laughs> is, 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 is when you, you know, and it makes a, this kind of change over the years because, you know, we, the, the band, because this is going to be kind of a controversial statement, but the, the, the word bandmaster, you know, that, that concept is, I think has gone away with the 20th century. And I don't think that's something that we can, can, uh, attain anymore uh we we really need to be focusing on what what the kid individual student and you know it changes in college of course but in the high school realm they always all the high school kids really feel like they need to have structure they won't admit it but they really yes. crave that they crave crave routine and one way to keep that routine going is to implement it in the student leadership and if every if every ensemble as a person that represents them, their instrument or the band or the ensemble itself, and then brings it to the executive, that would be me, I guess. Um, that that means a lot to the kids that they actually the students they actually have a voice. Now, I would not I would ha I would be it would be awful of me not to mention the wonderful Jay Gephardt at Purdue University. He I saw he did a um, I can't remember if it was at the Western Western National Band Clinic or it was at WMEA, but it was at a conference and he he presented that as a as a an option to to have re representation throughout the entire program. And at Purdue, I think his Jay will probably uh, have better uh, better uh, evidence of this, but I think it was roughly 97% retention in, his, in the program at Purdue University. Uh, now, you know, Purdue is, doesn't have a school of music, but they have a very, very strong band uh, and orchestra music program in general. That's kind of a kind of a high school program 
on steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but but that really has kept the the numbers up at Purdue. So I took that and implement I implemented that not too long ago, and it's really shown um, a good retention. Obviously, you mentioned the forty one seniors. That means a lot to students. Yeah. Well, as an Indiana grad. I hate to admit this on public, but I'm married to a Purdue grad who's, oh, a, trumpet, well. who's a trumpet player, right? Well. So, but, but, you know, I made, <laughs> as a, I was, you know, I was at IU and I was a little hoity toity. I'm like, oh, you don't have a music school. It can't be that good. And I remember going to a Purdue, their, their holiday Christmas thing. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. But they're not music majors, right? No. They had so much fun. Oh, yeah. They had more fun than we were having. Yeah. Because we were so damn serious. We lost the love of music and it lit me up to watch that. And I could see what you're talking about with Jay or and even before his time, maybe, but um, that ownership of these people who just are doing it because they love it, not because it's a requirement to get the degree. And, and that's so. the future. And that's the future of, of supporting live music. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the, all the students that, that really grasp that they'll, and they'll bring that love to other, their, their communities as they go out to, um, any community bands I'll play in. That's been my, that's been a lot. Another one of my focus is like, I, I talk to these students, especially seniors. I say, you know, when you go off to universities, my goal for you, that would one thing that would make me totally happy is that if you continued playing your instrument and they said, well, I don't, I'm not going to do a marching band. I said, I don't, I don't necessarily care which, what you choose. It could be a funk band. It could be a, a brass band. It could be a whatever as long as you continue to play your instrument that you've, you've loved so much. And also, community i mean once you go into a, a university you've never seen before why not continue that community you're gonna find a new one mm-hmm. and you'll and if you do the marching band piece you're on campus before everyone else mm-hmm. so you get to meet this you have this you have this instant family when you go into a new a new campus so that's and that's what i push when i when i go up to visit the middle schools here is i have three middle schools that feed into our program and i go to every single one of them and i say the same thing you will have an instant family when you come here and they will care about you and they will they will make your experience that much better welcome band director bootcamp listeners If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual boot camp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tune systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. kind of changing gears a little bit, but because I want to talk about a couple of things you said before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, I think people need to hear this and hearing it from you who's done this job for a long time and has a very successful program. You made a phrase or said a phrase a little bit ago. You said, when I said, how are you going to help our listeners today? And you said, I want them to know it's silly to be, re- and it's ridiculous to focus just on ratings. Can you expand on that so that they could hear this message? Yeah. I mean, not the major we, of how we are. Well, you know, I think, in, and especially my, 
my I'm I'm 47. So you think about how the how and I came from a competitive band program. Mm-hmm. So I, I when I went when I was in I went to high school in Indiana, and it was all about the the getting first place and getting the the, the trophy. Let's bring back some hardware. La 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 la. Mm-hmm. But I then I saw what it was doing what it does to people um, if they get too far into it. The competitive nature I I can't handle the competitive nature. It's just not it's just not part of me. I. I I, when I got here to Issaquah and find out there was not a, a competitive marching band, I was ready to sign the contract even before I <laughs> offered the job. Um, and because I think it's just too much pressure on the students. And I know some students really, really, really like that, but it's not for all students. And I want to be a representative for all. So the first, oh, I want to say five years when I was teaching Issaquah, I was really down on like, oh my gosh, I have to get, we have to get good ratings. I have to, have to, have to. And then I realized I was I was losing sleep over it. I was like trying to figure out how to do that, and do I pick the right literature for that? And you know, and I just couldn't. It was it was it was causing too much um, anxiety and stress for me. So the moment so I switched gears, I said, okay, well let's let's do some let's let's do this approach. I'm gonna pick literature, and I'm also gonna ask students to to give me some stuff. You know, let let them give them the give them a voice too. what, what do you think we can do to make ourselves sound better? And the moment that happened, um, and the moment I realized I, I really should be focusing on every, what the new class of students that come in this, this concert band this year, this ninth grade group sounds like X, Y, Z. Okay. I know that I'll probably have to, I'm going to have to pick these pieces to make them sound better. And they're going to sound when they sound confident and they feel confident about it, then I've done my job as far as making them feel better about themselves and making them them go forward. It's not about the hardware. It's about how the students feel about it and how they're going to yes. how they're going to be successful. Do they sound really good? And right? when you stopped doing competitive stuff, did your bands just start sucking or you're like you just said here, they they got motivated differently. And they just got motivated differently. They yeah. want to sound good because yes. the thing I think the shift, Leslie, is that when when I say the words this will probably be put on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's, that matters a lot more, doesn't it? I, that, oh my God. That, when, that, when you say this is probably going to be recorded by your parent and put on YouTube and be there forever, yeah. how do you want to sound? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and, and, you know, and then and said, okay, I, I, got, I got you, I got you. So then they motivate and they, they kind of change their thing. And, yes, the ratings were – the ratings end up being good. I mean, you know, every year is different and every judge. I mean, don't we can get a whole different podcast about (laughs) how judging happens. I mean, good gravy. Just because, well, your second trumpet uh, sounded a little flat and measured a 30 minute. Like like that's a whole different subject. Yeah, right. But the the fact that I I changed that, like if I if I did that, if I kept on worrying about the actual ratings, I would have been one of Dr. Tim's um, when Dr. Tim talks about. Um, the average li- average career life life career of a of a music director is three uh-huh. and a half years. Yeah, I would have been done in two. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just it, it, you know, I, so I had to I had to do something, and that was one thing was like, don't focus on the ratings, focus on picking the literature that fits your group, and if it's a two, if it's a grade two, and they sound fabulous, great. It doesn't have to be. Grade doesn't have to be the Indiana win on, Indiana University win ensemble literature for you to take the festival. 
those, <laughs> you know, we yeah. shouldn't be doing Lincoln Char Posey every year at uh, festival. Didn't so. we all do that when we started teaching? We we didn't <laughs> yes. have the chops to be the teacher. We no. could play the tunes, so we might as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. We had we no, are. we had no business doing that. <laughs> At all. Young and, we were young and stupid and stupid. yes so here's what i'm going to ask you is our final question here um what advice can you give to our you know okay you and i are mid to late career time here and right. so what about our beginning teachers who've either taught just a little while or just getting their feet wet um what's your longevity trick or longevity idea or thought you want well to there's several out? but I, I and i know it's a short time but i think definitely one you want to make sure you have the right team around you and you got to create a team and it might take a while like if you're if you're like me in my first year teaching and it was i was it along with the choir teacher you got to lean on the choir teacher and ask for help and ask for it you have to ask for help yeah. you can't do it by yourself other pieces that you really need to make sure that you have a you have a good great relationship with the main office the people that make your life easier bookkeeper um principal secretary assistant principal secretary what whoever is down in the office that takes care of field trips that takes care of attendance all those people make your world much better and you, you may not realize it your first year teaching um, and the, I guess the third thing, am I on third thing? I'll, I'll just say it anyway. <laughs> you don't have to do everything. Just because someone said, especially if you're a new teacher, and just because someone said, well, so-and-so did it last year, that doesn't mean it's a thing that should be for you. Uh, now, we all know that's a, it's a very, like, it's a very, uh, it, you have to balance that, like, okay, well, what's tradition and what's, you know, you got to be careful not making too many changes too quickly, but don't get to the point where you're doing events every week. Like, That's not healthy can, for the directors or kids, is it? No. Can the band play at the Krispy Kreme opening thing or can the, 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 this and that? Or, like, yes, there are traditional things like a parade, community parade, but you don't have to open, you don't have to play a grand opening at every right. <laughs> every but, place that you, you know. And that discernment's hard to figure out at first. Yeah, so it just, is hard. I think it is hard. It but but lean on the lean on the experienced people. Oh, lean on the experienced before I respond people. to requests. Think about it. Right. Think, and also we talking, say this for know, a reason, don't we? <laughs> right. And then talking to the person that that has been around the school for a while. You know, you you can find that person out, and and especially if it's a if it's a secretary that's been there for twenty five years, they're going to know traditions more than the 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 eleventh grade know it all in your right. Your, what you know, you're kidding? Your clarinet section or whatever. You know. Yes. Well, you hit on a lot of good things, talking about the social emotional things and the needs of the kids. And when we get that piece in place, it helps us as directors. It helps them as students and it really creates a pretty healthy community. So thank you to Patrick Holland for joining us on this edition of Band Director Bootcamp. And thank you to all of you listeners who are making a difference in kids' lives through the magic of music education. The work you do matters and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of productivity and wellness tips to make your life a little easier.